0: They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
4: KFI AM 640, you're listening to
5: the John and Ken Show On Demand on the iHeartRadio app.
6: And you can hear the entire show uh, sometime between 4 and 4.30. We post up all three hours On Demand, KFIAM640.com, and also the iHeartRadio app, where we invite you to connect to the Moist Line using that app. we got room this week because of the short week, the federal holiday on Monday and I was out yesterday because of ugly jury duty. Uh, you can leave a message on the iHeartRadio app using the microphone icon or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 664 7886 The big story, of course, this afternoon is that there are no survivors of the submersible. The group that went to see the Titanic wreckage in this uh, submersible vessel called the Titan from a company called OceanGate, it apparently imploded underwater and they found the debris they have not found any bodies but they found debris that is connected to the vessel we'll have a full report in about 30 minutes from abc news here on the john and ken show we're now going to bring on the orange county district attorney todd spitzer haven't talked to him in a while and one thing that came up was well the house speaker kevin mccarthy appeared in orange county before uh, todd was there along with a number of uh, congress members from orange county ward republicans and, Todd, the first thing I notice in uh, <laughs> this story, in what we call the El Segundo Times, did you read it, Todd?
7: Yeah, it was terrible. Um, oh, you my know, God. This a, right. They made this about illegal immigration. This has nothing to do with illegal immigration at yeah, all. Yeah, l-
6: let me explain, because first they highlighted the fact that uh, you ran a campaign where Orange County is not going to become L.A. when it comes to crime. And what we're talking about here was home invasions and burglaries and Chilean gangs that are carrying this out. These are legitimate issues, but boy, they really tried to put you in your place in this story. Ridiculous.
7: Yeah, so if I can, let me frame it. First of all, jury duty may be difficult, but it's a duty and it's an important one. And I rely on jurors every single day to use their good common sense, right, to see through the the BS that it's put on by the defense uh, right. to make sure we keep our community safe. So I apologize you had to do that yesterday, but it's very important to Well, society.
6: I got out in three hours. I was pretty happy with that. I did not have to <laughs> even be interviewed. So you know they're not going to put me on a jury anyway.
7: Well, I understand that. But if I could frame the issue. So let me... When these smash and grabs and the robberies were, have been, as we all know, pervasive throughout the United States, but really pervasive here in Southern California. So I started to look at, and we formed a task force here in the district attorney's office to work with local law enforcement to figure out who are all these people that are committing these smash and grabs and these home burglaries, both off the charts. Well, We have now arrested over 150 individuals that have committed these crimes in Orange County. You haven't had me on lately because we've been working very, very quietly to put these cases together to arrest these people. And this is basically how it breaks down. We have Los Angeles criminal street gangs who are coming to Orange County to commit these smash and grabs and also these burglaries and also Riverside. San Bernardino, Inland Empire, organized street gangs. But the other large percentage is Chilean nationals, individuals who are coming here, Ken, from Chile on a visa that I had no idea even existed. The United States of America has a visa program. If you pay $21 and fill out an online application, you can come to the United States for up to two years, 90 days at a time with this simple online application well the sending country and there's 40 in the world that participate including chile the sending country is responsible for providing homeland security a background check and that way we can decide who should come in and who cannot however the country of chile has been refusing to comply with existing federal law not new law not about illegal immigration. It's about a visa program. And that's where the LA times got it terribly wrong. So, um, I have been working on this. I'm in possession of a declassified document that I talked about with Speaker McCarthy, but I cannot show him, Ken, because (laughs) I have authority to see this Homeland Security document with over 400 photos of Chilean nationals who have been arrested in the United States for committing these crimes. But the Speaker of the House was never briefed, never told by Homeland, never told by the FBI that this has been a serious problem since 2018 and getting worse. The good news is, after having Kevin McCarthy here in Orange County a week ago tomorrow, he and his colleagues passed in the House Appropriations Committee yesterday a, a provision in their budget that says there will be no more funding for Secretary Mayorkas to administer the homeland uh, to the Chilean visa program unless and until he can certify that is Secretary Mayorkas and Chile that they're doing the background check and they're not sending their criminals here to the United States to perpetrate terrible crimes on the people of the United States. How many countries? How many countries did you
6: say were get involved in this visa waiver program? How many countries around the world?
7: So there's 40 internationally, but there's no South American country except for Chile because Argentina and Colombia have been kicked off for (laughs) failure to comply for exactly these kinds of reasons. And the other 39 countries do this background check? They they all do the background check and they're all in compliance except for. All right. John.
6: So what's the problem with telling Chile to do the background check, or we're going to just to uh, suspend the program?
7: Because this problem, we had a briefing, me and the speaker and and some of the other members of Congress. We met in my offices on Friday last week with Homeland Security and with the FBI, and we, we the problem has been articulated within those agencies. To the highest levels of the administration since 2018, 2019. Yet there's been nothing done by the Biden administration, by Secretary Mayorkas, Secretary Blinken of the Secretary of State to stop Chile. I don't know why they're so interested in protecting the country of Chile. But, you know, Ken, how many people do you think came in last year from Chile on this visa? I would have no idea. Into the United States? How many came in on this online $21 application from the country of Chile into the United States last year? I'm going to guess uh,
6: a couple of thousand.
7: How about 350,000? Wow. Yeah, wow. And how many
6: of them are part of the uh, crime rings?
7: (laughs) Well,. Obviously, a a very, very small percentage. And listen, I love the country of Chile. I want people to come here from all over the world. I think that's fantastic. But the fact of the matter is they're sending their criminals. So on June 14th, the ambassador from Chile to the United States apologized profusely to me in a letter he sent me. And now he said... Within the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a new agreement and a new online security system to protect Americans. I want it to happen. I hope it happens. But I'm telling you, Ken, we need to ramp up the pressure. It's the Chileans in large numbers who are coming here, using the visa, burglarizing us, stealing our property, scaring the heck out of us. And then they go back and, oh, I didn't mention this. When I take them to court, guess what? The judge says, well, what's the criminal background on this person so we can hold them in custody? <laughs> they don't have and any. And we say, we don't have any. So you know what they say? Zero. Zero. Ah. And guess what happens? Not one of them has come back for their hearing.
6: And you know that down in Chile, these organized groups, they're aware of all of this. So this is exactly how they plan this. Let's send people to the United States to rip off people's homes because nobody does a background check. And there's no consequences because they don't know our background being criminal.
7: And guess what, Ken? They're now sending their lawyers into our courts to argue for them and to post bail because that's just the cost of doing business, right? They know they're not coming back, but now they even have lawyers in our country who are helping them get out of jail.
6: And you said this was the Chilean ambassador who reached out to you to said that they might do something?
7: Yeah. So Juan Gabriel Valdez, he's the ambassador of Chile to the United States. We have ramped this up and there's been so much press in the country of Chile. Like I've been all over Chilean TV, which is crazy. And they (laughs) want to do more interviews. I have no interest in being on Chilean TV. Believe me. And They are, the government of Chile is finally feeling the pressure, but thanks to Kevin McCarthy, who put this on the front burner, we now have potential legislation to cut Chile off from coming here and burglarizing our homes.
6: And just to keep it fair here, the Orange County Register did a much better story on this, and they even cited a $1.2 million heist at a Laguna Niguel jewelry store that they think was done by the Chilean gangs.
7: Well, let me tell you, the agent that briefed us from Homeland Security and the FBI told us unequivocally, there is no doubt that the abuse of this visa program is a pervasive problem to the United States of America. And it's now time for Secretary Mayorkas to step up and protect the United States of America. For goodness sakes, he is the secretary to the United States Department of Homeland Security.
6: Yeah, he should be impeached. All right, Todd, thank you so much for coming All on. I appreciate right, your work thank on this. You so much. All right, Orange thank County you. District Attorney Todd Spitzer. Yeah, one of his uh, deputy, uh, senior deputy DA, says that of 150 cases he's handled in the last year, 28 involved Chilean nationals. That was Todd Spitzer to talk about this problem with a, a visa program. It's called a visa waiver. You can come from Chile to the United States and stay for a period of time, but there's no background checks. The other countries that are involved in this, and Todd said there's 39 others. Do background checks. Still, he wouldn't. But now he's got word from the ambassador that they are going to take steps to check on the people who are taking advantage of this visa waiver program, some of whom are criminals. These are these break-ins, and we've talked about this for a while. It's occurring not just in Orange County, but L.A., San Bernardino counties. Uh, they have very sophisticated methods, too, to break into people's homes. More coming up, John and Ken show, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere. It's the I Radio app.
5: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. From KFI AM 640.
6: Going that deep, nothing is safe. And of course, he's referring to the submersible, the Titan, owned by a company called OceanGate, And the CEO is among the five crew members who apparently it's now confirmed died when that submersible imploded. We'll have a full report after 3.30 from ABC News and Alex Stone on the John and Ken show about the tragic news this afternoon, a story that... People all over the world have been watching for the past four days or so. Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. A reminder that at this very time tomorrow, we'll be playing Moistline calls. You want to be a part of that, leave a message using the iHeartRadio app. The microphone icon is an easy, handy way to connect to the Moistline. We play a lot of those calls. They sound good. But, of course, you can, if you have a good phone, you can call the number, the number one moist 86 one 664 7886 Well, we're going to talk now. Oh, and by the way, I just talked to Orange County DA Todd Spitzer. That El Segundo Times story, holy mackerel, did they take their shots. They called the Chilean home invasion robberies and the smash and grabs a niche issue. The crime numbers are not that bad. They're just trying to capitalize on suburbanite fear. Oh, my God. Remember the days when there was a hint of objectiveness from reports? That was the silliest load of crap I'd ever seen. If Todd can put a dent in Chileans coming here and robbing stuff like a million dollars they took from a jewelry store, all the more power to them. It's ridiculous that this gets picked on as a niche issue. Good God. Um, got good news. Uh, not really. Remember we haven't talked about it in a long time on the John and Ken show. The price of gas. Because <laughs> everybody's used to $5 now. <laughs> and that's what I said. Things become normalized. Homelessness. Fentanyl. When things become normalized, people tend to just get back. They just get tired of complaining. California. Well, I mean, this can change hour to hour, day by day. Not number one in the average gas price in the state. We have been passed. Like I said, this could be already old news. And it's not Hawaii. When I saw the headline, I said, well, yeah, we're usually neck and neck with Hawaii. This uh, price of gas, which came out, I don't know when this list was created, but we uh, statewide had an average for regular unleaded of $4.81. Hawaii was at $4.69. But the new... Number one state in the United States for gas prices is Washington State. 4.825 was their average price when this list was compiled. And the reason I'm doing this story can anybody guess why I'm doing this story? Why the state of Washington's overtaken California? They implemented a brand new cap and trade program. And we told you this years ago when California passed this you're going to pay for this. Because even though cap and trade is by going after the oil producers and taking money for for the state government, they're going to turn around and say, well, if that's the cost of doing business in the state, that's going to be the cost of gasoline for you. And it's always overlooked. Yes, we have high taxes. Gasoline sales tax. But don't forget the cap and trade and this ridiculous attempt by the state of California to try to go after gasoline, so you use less, and supposedly there'll be less fossil fuel pollution, and the temperatures won't rise around the globe because Californians cut back on gas consumptions because the price is so damn high. If you couldn't even follow that, I don't blame you, because I barely follow that. That's the stupidity of this, but the state of Washington has followed us. It's called the Cap and Invest Climate Commitment Act which will raise hundreds of millions of dollars because any industry in Washington that admits what they call greenhouse gases has to buy permits on the carbon pollution they produce. And of course that's the oil producers and the refineries. So it is having an effect now in that state on people who use gasoline to power their cars. And it's pointed out once again in this story that this affects people who can't afford electric cars the worst. Right? They had to continue to operate gasoline-powered cars. They're going to get hit with the guy, the high gas prices. The governor of Washington is Jay Inslee. I think he ran for president. Another buffoon. Uh, he's been defending this, saying $2.1 billion in money raised will be dispersed into the state budget for climate resilience investments, renewable energy infrastructure, and cleaner transportation energy options. That's probably not what's going to happen. And the way people are screaming there, there might eventually, like there was here, remember a gas price rebate given out by California, but at the time, all of that was because the price of gas was rising all around the world. Russia's invasion of Ukraine was a good cover, but you pay much higher gas prices in California for a lot of reasons, big of which is, of course, a lot of the oil companies have cut back operations here and the supplies way down, but because of all the taxes and cap and trade their attempt to battle climate change with this silly program to make the fossil fuel producers hand over money which they turn around and charge you in higher gas prices apparently one of the indigenous the tribes tried to get an exemption from this in the state of Washington Uh, he's the governor said no they wanted to exempt the tribal gas stations from the climate commitment act but the uh, governor of Washington rebuffed them. There you go. And, of course, tribal nations often claim that there's a lot of poverty and this could directly and more severely impact their people to pay these higher gas prices, but eh, the governor of Washington ignored that. So there you go, a state that followed us now has the highest gas prices in the nation on average. More coming up on the Johnny Kent Show, and our focus will be, of course, the big story this afternoon, and that's the entire crew aboard that submersible. They went down to look at the wreck of the Titanic. They did not survive. It looks like the craft imploded. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeart Radio app.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer. Is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
8: Join now and save up to 25% your first year at com slash news. That's com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
5: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
6: Of course, the big news this afternoon, which broke with the 12 o'clock news conference from Coast Guard officials, is that the story is, well, now pretty much over concerning the missing submersible. This is a company called Oceangate, which sends these miniature submarine type vessels down to look at things underwater. In this case, it was the wreckage of the Titanic. And this submersible was called the Titan with five. People on board. The story that broke this morning was that they found some debris, and it was just a matter of hours before they were able to confirm that that debris, of course, came from the submersible, which probably imploded. How long after it went down? And that was Sunday, by the way, in case you're interested. Sunday is when. Uh, they started to descend to the wreck early Sunday morning. Let's bring on Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, who's covered the story and, of course, uh, monitored the press conference from just over an hour ago.
4: Alex, hey there, Ken. And uh, yeah, I mean, th- this was the the most likely scenario all throughout this. That that yeah, they had to work as if what if they were alive and living on the the bottom of the ocean for four or five days. What if they came back up and they were bobbing around and. Uh, just were, were out of communication. There were a lot of what-ifs. And a lot of them were, what if this happened and this happened and this happened that allowed them to be in this spot? Whereas the most likely scenario from the beginning was they imploded. That the, the pressure of the ocean was too much, and there was a weakness in the, the capsule. Uh, and then, uh, again, like we've been describing, and not to get too graphic, but like an empty soda can, squishing in. Uh, like you have it in your hand and you squish it in that... Yeah, it would have been very quick, and that's what they believe happened, likely on Sunday. They've had a lot of sonar buoys in the water. They haven't heard any implosion, so not like they survived and they were on the bottom, and then eventually it gave way. They think they were looking at Titanic or close to it, Uh, and then in that moment on Sunday that, that it gave way. But the update a few minutes ago, they said this.
7: The debris is consistent with the catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. Upon this determination, we immediately notified the families.
4: That's uh, Rear Admiral John Mauger there. Uh, so they found it 13,000 feet down, uh, just uh, a, a little ways away from Titanic itself. Uh, they uh, believe that it was probably very quick the way that it went, that it gave way, and uh, they may never recover any of the bodies. The
1: ROVs
7: will remain on scene and continue to gather information. Again. Our most heartfelt condolences go out to the loved ones of the crew. And they say that uh, teams are beginning,
4: going to begin uh, wrapping up now. They're going to begin heading home in the next 24 hours. They're going to keep rovers in the water to just to map out the debris field. If they find any remains, then they would uh, handle that then. But... Uh, they're going to begin going home, and one more for you. Paul Hankin, an underwater expert, salvage expert, working uh, with the rovers today, explained what they found.
8: The initial thing we found was a nose cone, which was outside of the pressure hall. Um, we then found a large debris field.
4: At Ocean Gate, that company that you were talking about, Ken, uh, they put out a statement saying they now believe all five on board are gone. Their website was immediately taken down or went offline. That's not been available today. So it is. A, it's a sad ending, but but from the the start, the one that looked like probably the the most likely, and and now they know they're all gone.
6: So it's it's likely they imploded not long after they lost contact. Is that yeah?
4: That it, it, the, the it was uh, pretty soon thereafter. And now remember, as as we've been talking about in recent days, it was common for them to lose contact. That was not unusual. That uh, people who had been on these dives down to the Titanic and even other places where they would go, that typically they would lose contact. So, there was this eight hour window from when they lost contact to when they reported them gone, thinking that they were going to come back, that they always do, that yeah, typically they would lose contact for a while and then come back into comms as they were coming back up, and everything was fine., uh, but then they realized it wasn't. But whether they had notified the the Coast Guard right away or eight hours, yeah it probably didn't matter if it if it was immediate.
6: Now, what about the investigation into this and the future of this company?
4: Yeah, we don't know. Um, The the Coast Guard today said they'll deal with that, that they will investigate what went on here. There have been a lot of claims made. Uh, There was one today by a guy who helped make this thing and talked about that they allegedly, according to him, did things on the cheap. Um, And then there are the ex-employees, one of them who sued, saying that that when he brought up issues with the carbon fiber that it could rip uh, a lot like an airplane where you pressurize and depressurize so many times that he was worried about that it would go undetected and rip between the the layers uh, of titanium. Um, but then he was fired for bringing that up. They settled out of court. Um, yeah, Boeing and University of Washington and NASA, they've been separating themselves, saying that they didn't play a role in, in this NASA, saying they gave a little bit of help on design early on, but that they didn't build it, they didn't test it. Boeing saying it had nothing to do with this capsule, University of Washington, which they had been quoted as from the company as having a role in this. They say they didn't either. So can the company survive? Uh, who knows? But uh, as of today, no website. And uh, and they know that, uh, that the, the five aren't coming back. So uh, we don't know what's going to go on with them.
6: Yeah, I mean, if indeed it did implode, you wonder about the maintenance records and exactly what they do to check these submersibles after they send them down each time. What people probably don't realize, Alex, and I know you do, is going to this kind of depth in the ocean. And I heard the Coast Guard official say it every time he's asked a question. This is incredibly complex. And this is, of course, a very dangerous thing to do.
4: It is dark. Uh, it is murky down there. It is cold down there. Communications don't work without a tether going all the way down there. The pressure is absolutely incredible that um, even titanium and carbon fiber was not enough. And, you know, quite often the uh, when uh, sea explorers will go down, that they're in a capsule that may be used once or a couple of times. They were using this like a, well, was a commercial venture in the sense of, you know, pay money and you could go down and see Titanic. They had done, I think, 25, somewhere around 25 of the, the trips down there, um, that, that it was being used over and over again. So... If what the security concern of that ex-employee was of uh, pressurizing, depressurizing, pressurizing, depressurizing, filling it up like a balloon and then, whoops, you get a rip in the carbon fiber, that's something they're going to have to figure out. But is it safe to be doing it like this?
6: I mean, this, this may be proof. No. Now, this was quite a rescue attempt. It was at least three countries. I saw Canada, France, and the U.S. all involved in this. Yeah, the U.K. as well. A lot of money.
4: We don't know, uh, you know, technically who pays for it. Although the the individual countries will will handle it. But uh, there were a lot of resources that they came into it.
6: All right, Alex. Thank you very much for that report. You got it. All right, Alex Stone, <laughs> ABC News for KFI, covering, of course, since this unfolded. Sunday is when we first got word that this submersible was missing after contact uh, with the ship that was monitoring it uh, ceased. And they apparently would text each other, which is kind of bizarre. But uh, And as everyone said, the first day or so, that's not unusual. Sometimes they do lose contact for hours, which led everyone to believe that they could be alive and Then it was this countdown as to how much oxygen they had left. And then the drama was, even if they pop to the surface, they have to be pulled out of there because it's bolted from the outside. But it looks like, and I read this the first day or so from one of the experts who said, I I have a feeling that the whole thing imploded and there may be no hope. So it was British billionaire Hamish Harding, French Titanic expert Paul-Henri Nargalay, the OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush, and then the Pakistani businessman, his name is Shazada Dawood, and his 19-year-old son, Suleiman, are the five that apparently perished on the submersible. More coming up, Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeart Radio app.
5: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
6: Moist line. We'll have the calls tomorrow, so this is my last heads up to get your calls in. Use the microphone icon on the app to leave a message. Or call the toll-free moist line number one eight seven seven moist 86 one 664 7886 Just talked about, of course, the big story this afternoon that the five people that were aboard the submersible, which is called Titan, a company called Ocean Gate, where they go way down in the ocean to look at interesting things like the wreck of the Titanic. Apparently, that vessel imploded And uh, they don't know whether or not they can ever recover the bodies. But the wreckage confirms that it did fall apart. I tried to get somebody on who'd been on one of these things. Uh, We're going to pick up this story from NBC4. I'll tell you now, this was uh, recorded and played before today's news. But they do interview a man from California who did go on the Ocean Gate Titan a couple of years back. This is from Alex Rozier and NBC4.
9: It's very uh, traumatic for me.
10: Bill Price spoke of his concern and heartache, knowing his friends are on board the missing submersible.
9: I'm, you know, hoping, uh, like in our instance, everyone is focused on um, not necessarily the worst case scenario, but how do we resolve the issue and, and get up safe?
10: Bill knows two members of the crew, Paul Henry Nargellet, a French diver and Titanic expert, and Stockton Rush, the captain and CEO of OceanGate, the company in charge of the voyage.
9: If anyone's going to be able to get the crew back safe, it's those, those guys. He met them in
10: 2021 when he was on board that same submersible when they attempted to reach the Titanic twice. The first voyage also had problems.
9: The first dive did not go as planned. Uh, After about an hour or so, we lost contact. At that point in time, there was no concern at all. I think everyone had full faith in Stockton and the rest of the crew because they had been down so many times. In the process of trying to correct um it was uh it, it was found out that uh, the one side of the propulsion system was not working so at that point uh we figured it's uh it's time to uh, call it quits and uh, be, <clears throat> made the decision to ascend they were able to determine the issues involved and correct those and establish some safety features and protocol at the same time Uh, With that in mind, uh, Stockton had asked if I wanted to go the following day. The second trip was a success. This was the first time uh, that uh, we actually made it down to the Titanic itself. I was fortunate to be there the first time we had seen the bow section.
10: Is this safe in your view?
9: No, nothing is safe when it comes to uh, going that deep. They make that very clear on the onset. They say that if you have the sub and you put about 25 747s on top, that equates to the amount of pressure that's being put onto the uh, submersible. So everyone knew going in at the risks? Absolutely. You you sign everything, um, you, you know the risks, um, again, In my case, I put my faith in the people.
10: Now, two years later, Bill is once again putting faith in the people on board and the search crews.
9: If anyone can pull it off, these guys can. He's still
10: keeping hope. He's hoping for a miracle.
9: For me, because I've had not only the experience, but also the relationships that makes it very, very difficult.
10: And Bill is not only concerned about the rescuers ability to uh, retrieve the submersible, but he's also saying that it will be a process if they find them just to get the people out. But he is encouraged by the small signs of hope and he's hoping for more
6: good news in the next few hours. Well, as I said, that was recorded before the tragic news today. And if you heard that part, Bill Price was his name from California. He was on that vessel a couple of years back. He talked about all the pressure, how many 747s of pressure come down on the submersible. And uh could be one of the reasons that uh, it imploded. Just too much to send it two and a half miles deep into the ocean. So, all right, Conway. Enough!
5: Yeah. Hey, no. hey, we have uh, the latest on this. Uh, I guess the U.S. Navy heard what it believed was the explosion. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll have. Uh, Did they
6: ever figure out what the tapping noises or the noises that they heard yesterday was? Big story?
5: No. No. You know, they say that sound underwater can travel a thousand, thousand miles. miles. Yeah. You yeah know, know. So it could be, uh, you know, a guy in the Bahamas, uh, you know, banging on his, uh, uh, you know, motorboat. <laughs> It could have been well. Anything.
6: Most of us aren't going to spend 250 grand on an adventure like this, anyway. So That's right. That's right.
5: Yeah, Um don't also, to worry about the risks. What we, I mean, look. We have uh, uh, very subtle things that we do, uh, you know, that are are less uh, complicated and less dangerous, like flying to Hawaii. Oh, wait a minute! A plane had to come back from uh, LAX to Hawaii because smoke filled the cabin. Nah, so I guess you can nah. go anything you do. You
6: know, you can get screwed. Anything, anything you, you do. can do, that's right. If you're in the if you're in the air, underwater, that's you could right. die.
5: Yeah. Dodgers employees union agreed. They agreed to a deal. And you know what i'm not, I'm not joking here. They have a very difficult job. If you've ever seen drunk guys at a one o'clock Sunday game try to get a <laughs> beer after a seventh inning that's a that's a big uh, ask. Your of the life people. is on the line That's man. right that's right when you say only two beers and the guy wants you know guy the guy has two beers every eight seconds <laughs> wants to uh, load up. And then uh, uh, Dean Sharp is coming on. We'll talk about uh, homes, and it'll be a great Thursday afternoon. By the way, uh, I don't know if you've been outside for any long period of time. Hmm. This is one of the most spectacular weather days we've ever had in Southern yeah. California.
6: The last couple of days have been nice. I We had a lot of marine layer here in the morning here at the beach, but it yeah. really cleared up nicely this afternoon. It's beautiful.
5: Oh, man. You're, you know, you got to get out. I don't know if you're hungover or you, you're on the late shift, but... If you're at home, got to get out and uh, feel part of this day. But we're take not taking a lot you, of it. Right? iHeartRadio
6: yeah. app. Take your little AM FM.
5: Right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you have to do. Yeah. Take... Don't miss the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We always have to remember to do that. Yeah. And a good yeah. dig-dong yeah. you. Yeah. All right. That's it. Right. Tim Matt, coming and, up uh, next. Thank you very much. Dig-dong uh, with I'll you. I'll
6: be back tomorrow. John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640. Michael Crozier has the news now in the 24-hour KFI News Center. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.